Hey guys, so this is going to be on the stupid audio with the Bluetooth because I didn't fix my phone before I started recording this. Um, However, I would just like to inform you that although I'm not going to go into detail right this second for you guys, it won't be too, too much longer, you know, whenever I'm done with this intro. A lot of stuff happened in the last few days and... I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. It's a wild one. It's a personal one. I'll probably cry. I'll probably yell. I'll do my best as far as volume control goes. But um, there's like 10 of y'all listening. That's pretty neat. I feel like I'm just like, I, I get to just, what I like to do best is talk and tell people my story. I like people who want to know more about me. I don't know why that is. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. However, I just think that's so cool that you guys are here. So, shout out to uh, all Wisconsin Tim Georgeson here, too, uh, for showing up at the show this weekend. Um, I don't have much of a voice, so this may be in a couple days for me. Um, Or tomorrow, or, or Thursday, even. But a lot's happened. It's very exciting. A lot more is going to happen even after like this next episode or this next segment. I don't even know where we're at now, but we're on episode four. So now that we know kind of the format of the show, this is how it's going to go for a while. Um, This is officially Car Talks 4, which was my chosen favorite number as a kid. Fun fact. For some reason, I just was like, I have to love the number four. I don't really care about it, but I'm choosing to. So, Anyway, probably had a crush on a guy that was number four on a team. Anywho's here, um, you guys strap in, buckle in, kick back, relax, grab a drink, <coughs> grab a joint, grab whatever you would like. Grab a friend. Share with a friend. Make fun of me with a friend. If you want to. If you want to. Here you go. Car Talks 4. I have to get this thought out to you guys. I'm still driving to Sheridan right uh, right now. And I hardly have any voice, but hopefully you can hear me okay. Um, I just had this thought, and I had to, like, verbalize it before I forgot about it. Uh, I think I forgot about it. Well, I hope I remember it. This is a real bummer. I don't remember anymore. That's okay. I'll be back on later. I am like, I'm almost Rapid City, South Dakota, which is almost to Sturgis, which I forgot is this weekend. So if I remember that thought, I'll come back on, but I don't remember now. If it's meant to be, uh, you know, communicated with anyone who's willing to listen, then it will be, and I will uh, communicate it if it comes back to me. So, see ya. So, um, I don't know exactly, like, I got a cough drop in my mouth again today. I guess I'm just going to update you guys 
and some of this might be recap. I went through and I deleted another segment because I silly goosily forgotten to turn off my Bluetooth, so the audio was horrible. Um, but I think I left off driving to Sheridan from Elmwood, Wisconsin, and I don't know how much I talked about Sioux Falls or uh, Omaha or Iowa, but, um, I mean, nothing really too much to mention. And then I played in Sheridan, and boy, oh boy, did I have a good time. And just, like, alone. Like, I just... I played this little, you know, divey bar. You could still even smoke cigarettes inside. It's right downtown Sheridan, Wyoming. Little pool hall. And um, with the kind of people that you would expect to see in a place like that, if you ever get to go visit Sheridan, it's a really neat little spot. And they had food and cold beers and, like I said, pool tables and stuff. And I ended up just time went on with a bunch of strangers that, like, not only, like, didn't know anything about me but also like didn't care and I was in a hoodie and just leggings like I'm actually wearing the same outfit right now that I wore that night and that was just like it was a really fun time for me um and I was safe like I didn't even drive I left chief in the Airbnb which I got a negative review on Airbnb and I can't wait to tell you guys about this so um So, yeah, so I had gotten uh, pretty inebriated and slept in my car for a while and woke up pretty early and just drove back to the Airbnb, which was like five minutes away. But I knew I was safe sleeping in my car. Um, So I got back to the Airbnb and the laundry just like took forever. And like very kindly, you know, the hosts allowed me to stay later than like the checkout. And I... First of all, when I checked into the Airbnb, I am normally pretty good about either, like, checking on the hotel service um, that I'm traveling with a pet or, like, on Airbnb messaging the hosts before I even book the reservation and asking, you know, is it okay if I travel with a pet? Despite it saying no pets, like, sometimes people still allow people to travel with them. And I, I guess I just forgot to do that this time because about 10 minutes before I checked in I messaged them and was like I'm sorry I forgot like I am traveling with the dog if that's a problem please like we can cancel we'll still pay you know I'll just go somewhere else or whatever and message back said it was totally fine I even was courteous enough to throw down like an extra bed sheet and stuff all over the furniture just to make sure like it wasn't gonna be a mess or like inconvenient or whatever and when I got back in the morning, I went out and poked a little smart, like, and I sent a message 30 minutes before I went outside and was like, I'm going to go outside and uh, smoke. It was raining, so, like, their kids and their dogs were not outside. And if I didn't go outside, she kind of, like, poked her head out. And to be honest, like, I was having a little saddy baddie moment because I was thinking about my Nana not being able to come to my Bluebird show, which I don't know if we've talked about, but maybe I'll save that story for a different day. Um, I definitely talked about it, I think, in the beginning, the beginning of this episode or the end of the last one. So anyway, um, I, you know, we had like a conversation real quick and I was like, I'm sorry, you know, again, like it says no smoking on the listing, but 
I had given her a message 30 minutes before and said, like, is it okay? And she said it was fine. So I went out back and smoked. And it was raining. And so she came out and she stood on the porch and, like, talked to me for a second. I just told her, like, I'm sorry. I'm just a little emotional this morning, whatever. And told her, my name has Alzheimer's and yada, yada. She's like, I'm sorry. It was so sweet. Did we leave? You know, I check out. I send them a message. I give them a positive review. And they get to check my review before I check or I got to see theirs. Like, I just reviewed them first this time. And if she didn't leave me this whole novel of a review with a three-star rating that said, like, I'm going to list off all the ways that Carly was an inconvenience. Like, A, she brought a dog and, like, didn't tell us until five minutes before which again 30 minutes out I think I left them a message um or sent them a message and then sure enough like mentions how uh I put down a bed sheet for convenience but didn't bring my own and how like now that bed sheet they, it can never be used again it has to be thrown away which is so outlandishly ridiculous because they have 12 dogs themselves uh I forgot to mention they have a whole team of husky and malamute sled dogs which are like the most sheddingest dogs on all time on the planet so i'm just you know whatever i'm not even like four sentences four sentences into this airbnb review i just like closed out of it i never even read the rest of it i was like if this lady had taken like a fraction of the time to just shoot me a message and be like hey no sorry like this is all not allowed like please leave we would have left and I would have paid for it and also paid for a new place to stay like it was just ridiculous so anyway thanks for listening to my rant about this stupid Airbnb host I feel like Tim Dillon ranting about the damn Airbnb hosts and uh Joshua Tree or wherever he got banned from um so yeah so then I left there and I stopped in I was gonna go all the way to Helena Montana which there's an Airbnb there that I stayed at last year and I had it booked again another example of like I'm not a scumbag I made it to Billings and I was going to just like stop in and say hi to Jonah Prill for a little bit and like drive around but ended up drinking two beers so like didn't want to drive and I still paid for my Airbnb like I messaged them and said hey I'm not gonna make it and uh like I'm not asking for a refund or anything I just want you to know like I won't be there and paid for it in full and I'm not bragging like I don't need to tell you all that but like just to go to show about this stupid Airbnb review that I'm so frustrated about because I did nothing wrong but any hooser um so yeah stayed the night with uh at Jonah's mom's house she made us like grilled salmon and vegetables and pasta and dessert and stuff and it was so amazing and um I got to see like this beautiful overlook that is just right there in Billings and stuff and we took pictures and things so it was really neat and then drove all the way to Seattle where I met um one of the people that I used to watch on television today Junior uh name that movie but one of the people that I I grew up watching on television um on the show Deadliest Catch he was willing and able to oh no police officer I'm going so fast right now oh my gosh um I watched him on television when I was a child with my parents and I say child probably teenager um 
on the deadliest catch and was willing and able to show me around and offered like just to basically take us out to dinner and yada yada so we did we putzed around Seattle he showed me the ocean which was amazing like I just got to see like a little glimpse of it but nonetheless I got to see it so very excited about that now I can say I've seen the Pacific um, one day I'll, I'll actually go to like the beach though on the Pacific and by then too I'll probably claim like that's my first time like actually being on the Pacific because I didn't actually get to go down to the water I just got to look at it just take a look at it um if you guys remember that video just take a look at it would you just look at this would you just take a look at this but um and that was a great experience super grateful for um josh's company and and, and generosity and uh what do they call that um gosh the word's escaping me it's like um, not accountability, but it's uh, accommodations. And I'm grateful for him being so accommodating and being a great concierge and tour guide. Whatever. Trying too hard to compliment. Any hooser. Any hooser. That's going to be the damn catchphrase of the episode. Any hooser. So, I tried salmon for the first time ever. I'd never, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd never had salmon before. Um, I've always been such a weirdo about, like, trying new foods because I always chalk it up to being a kid. I had, like, a really sensitive... This is going to sound so whatever, but... I had a very sensitive, like, throat or whatever to different textures and things. And, like, certain things would just make me gag or, like, just be... I don't know. I just didn't like things. And I'd had a couple of surgeries and things. So, um, with all that being said, I... I was very reluctant to ever try new foods until I got older and so now like I'm trying new foods and things and I'm finding that I actually enjoy them so yeah I enjoyed the salmon that um Jonah's mama made and oh yeah that's another thing too fun fact about me I had my tonsils removed as a kid and then they grew back and I had to remove them again like a second time when I was 17 so crazy fun fact i'm a mutant they call me amphibian uh uh just kidding that'd be cool though like that'd be a cool uh dj name amphibian dude if i was an edm art artist or like a dj i would be amphibian but i'd probably spell it different i'd probably probably spell it a m m F-I-B-Y-A-N. Amphibian. Fibby for short or something. I don't know. There's something to that. I'm driving through back. Or driving through back. I'm driving back through uh, Montana right now. And the mountains are just so breathtaking. And I, I just love it. I love what I'm doing right now. I think in the realm of what I believe that I love, which is such a stoner thought, but hear me out. Like, I think I've mentioned this uh, before. Like, we think we know what we want until we acquire enough money to figure out that we don't want it. Tim Dillon said that from somebody else. 
I don't remember the original quote, but, um, or author of the quote. But I don't know, there's, I don't know. I can't really describe it. Maybe I feel like I should feel something more, so I'm just, like, overly appreciative to compensate for the lack of appreciation I actually have. Or maybe I'm just genuinely enjoying it. Like, I keep finding myself taking my sunglasses off and, like, just taking it all in. And the fact that people just live here. And I find that everywhere. I wish that I could live... I wish I could, like, clone me times ten and I got I got to experience all ten physical forms of myself. And could just, like, live in... Uh, Madrid and live in Montana and live in Vermont and live in uh, Dublin and live in Cape Town, you know, just like all these different places and live in Miami and I don't know about Miami maybe Tampa but these mountains are also so beautiful and I got to see what I want like my dream home to look like the, the folks that hosted me in Spokane um, had such a great, a great weekend in Spokane and they got to build their dream home they're a lot like my parents a little younger than my parents a lot younger than my parents but they, um, they did a lot of the same kind of thing that my parents did and just that they started a business they like risked a lot and invested in themselves and it ended up paying off like tenfold and they got to build their dream home and it's just absolutely immaculate and so beautiful. And they were so kind and accommodating, of course, as well. And um, I got to get a new image of what that looks like. I also tried a peach for the first time. They had asked me if I like peaches, and I like peach flavor, I've discovered. So they left me with, like, a, a whole bag of carrots pulled from the ground and, um, and a whole bunch of peaches picked from the trees. So... I, uh, I got to enjoy a peach and some carrots this morning for breakfast. I... I don't know. What else do I got to talk about? I'm leaving... I'm leaving Spokane, Washington. Headed back towards Sheridan, Wyoming. Passing through Billings. And I don't know what I'm gonna see. I was going to try to drive as far as I could, but I decided just to mark it at 12 today. I got to get like 25 hours in two and a half days, which honestly, it, honestly, it ends up being like two days plus a couple hours, plus a couple hours was my time frame. So just trying to haul ass, make it in time to Kansas City, and I'm going to stop. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Stop in Sioux Falls again. Spend the night there. Tuesday night, which is tomorrow night. And yeah, folks, that's about uh, what I got for today. I think maybe I got more to talk about. I really want to put this out today. Trent kind of called me out and was like, I thought you were doing it once a week. And I'm trying. I just, all week, I had to save my voice from overplaying these shows. 
have thoughts. What do I have thoughts about? Oh, I had to, damn it. This is a story, interesting interaction. So I'm on stage and like the whole time I'm playing this one day at this one place, I played outside for like three or four hours, just a little jam session. And they pay me really well, well to do it. So I have a blast playing it. I usually sell some shirts, they feed me. And not like annoyingly, but there was a young kid, probably, probably like five or six, maybe seven. Um, he was playing in front of the stage and stuff. And like at one point had a, a lollipop, the poor kid like fell down and like, you know, every mom's biggest fear is their kid chokes on a lollipop after falling down and it goes down the back of their throat. This kid literally fell face first down a hill and like did not pull the lollipop out of his mouth and got up and was fine. Thank goodness. So he ran back by the stage and I go, Hey, Hey, big man, like construction area. Sorry guys. Um, but I go, Hey, big man, like, where'd you get that lollipop? And he kind of looked at me and I go, where'd you get that thing? I want one. The kid runs inside, steals the lollipop, like just grabs it off the counter, I guess, and runs back outside and hands it to me, which later on I found out like one of the employees of the place like caught, caught him or whatever. was like trying to catch after him or something. And then she let him go and he saw when she saw him hand it to me which and I guess they weren't very expensive so she was like yeah whatever but I uh he handed it to me and then he he got off the stage and his dad goes haha that was probably probably stolen and I go well was it or was it not and he goes ha I don't know probably and just like walks away now if I could describe this guy in like one word I would say tool you know, like, maybe he is a nice guy, but just really looked like he wasn't one. And, um, so I kind of left it alone. And then I progressively just got more irritated by thinking about this lollipop being stolen. And, like, so I played into a song and then I got halfway through one and just kind of stopped mid-song. And I go, did we ever find out if, uh, that lollipop was stolen? And the dad turns around and goes, yeah, it was. It definitely was. To which I respond with, oh, all right. And I was like, what's his name? And the dad turns back around. He's like trying to show this old, this old lady something on his phone, you know? So, and he's got his back toward me. He's probably like 50 yards away from me. Turns back around and goes, his name's Jackson, which I'm like, oh, cool. That's my nephew's name. Like Jackson, come here for a second. I got to tell you a secret. And I just like grab a dollar bill out of my tip jar which I thought was a dollar, but actually there was 10 in it. Like it was a 10 wrapped in a one, which I didn't, whatever, I didn't realize. I handed it to him and I go, hey, go bring this inside and go pay for that lollipop. And you keep the, whatever, like just whatever the change is. I didn't know how much they were. So I just gave him a buck, whatever. Pardon me, I just kind of burped a little bit. <laughs> and he goes inside, pays for it, runs back outside and hands me the 10. And his dad was like, thanks so much. Like, I'm sorry. And I just was like, don't worry about it. But, you know. And so they run off. But I was, I just, like, couldn't help myself and think, like, you're just going to say, oh, yeah, probably stolen. Oops, haha. Like, I don't care if it's a lollipop. Like, that's not how. And I, in front of the entire crowd, there was probably 200 people watching. Maybe I'm a little 
brazen and bold and abrasive but i pulled this kid up on stage and and just handed him this money just was like go pay for it and like why did your dad not go pay for it already so dad came back and whatever and returned me the money whatever but still and just like laughed it off like didn't even i don't even know if that man felt any sort of like shame or embarrassment or anything which isn't my like goal or intention it's just the point of like go pay for this and again like I could have just stepped off stage and done it privately but I don't know I've never I just I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm self-righteous who fucking knows part of my language um so yeah and then there was this little girl that kept climbing in the tree and like the first time um you know, the owners of this place had to, like, basically keep telling kids, like, get off the stage, get out of the trees and stuff, and, um, this one girl thought she was being sneaky, and I could see her from where I was on stage, and I just kind of walked over, because I was eye level with her from the stage to the tree where she was hiding or whatever, and I go, hey, you gotta get out of that tree, and she goes, why, and I go, because you could fall and get hurt, like, please get down, and she got down. Well, about an hour later, I catch her back up there just, like, swinging and monkeying around. And I said on the microphone, like, and she's upside down hanging like a koala or like a sloth. I go, hey, sister, get off the tree. And I didn't, like, look at her or anything, but I just was like, get off the tree. Because there's plenty of trees around, so people are just, like, looking. By the time she got down, nobody had seen her. Again, I probably shouldn't have said it on the microphone, but she was about three seconds from falling off this tree from, like, ten feet up. So she climbed down, and um, afterwards, I, I actually took the lollipop that, that kid brought me that he stole and gave it to her, and I just said, hey, like, I'm not trying to reprimand you or scold you, and I, I pray that I didn't, like, hurt your feelings. You know, let me give you this lollipop, but you can't play in those trees, okay? Like, can you please never, never climb those trees again? She said, absolutely, and I gave her the lollipop, and I, like, waved at her mom first, and I was like, can I give her this lollipop? But so I was like, yeah, I hope I didn't embarrass you or hurt your feelings. I just don't want to see you get hurt. So please don't do that again. And she was like, okay, I won't. And we'll see if she ever does. God forbid the kid like next week, like the headline, 10 year old girl with lollipop given from country singer Carly Rogers falls and chokes on lollipop given by Carly Rod, whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm not, like, predicting it or manifesting it, but we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Maybe this is the episode for this week just to get you guys something. There might be another midweek podcast again on my travels to um, Kansas City or back home. I will go to Kansas City, and then um, I play there Wednesday, and then I play Friday in St. Louis And then I go home for like four days and then I go back to Louisiana and Florida. And I go get to hang with Firefighting Cowboy. So there will be more by the time I get home. All right. Love you guys. Bye.